Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbett and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. Good morning. It is 7.15. That's 15 minutes after the hour. Cool Thursday. I think it's Friday, but it's not. Although we do have Gene Valentino. And the, the studio crowd is here this morning, and they are excited that you are here, Gene. I only bought enough donuts for you and Ted. Sorry, audience. I'm just going to have to give you yeah. the uh, Jenny Craig, here we come. Here are the donuts. Yeah, thank you, and we appreciate oh, I, that. I, I know, like the one with the sprinkles on them. You know, uh, you know, Krispy Kreme is doing a special uh, for, for the. I don't know how long it's going to last. We talked about it yesterday, didn't we, Ted? The uh, yeah, on Wednesday. On Wednesdays, they're going to give. Uh, they're going to give whatever the price of gas is that week. That's you can get a dozen glazed donuts for that. That's a pretty good deal. Well, I'll just take a lower price on gas and buy my own donut. <laughs> yeah, me and you both. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? That's that's so true. Uh, you know, Gene, I'm going to apologize to you. You you know, you sent me a text, I want to say last Friday, and Ted will verify this. We got struck by lightning last week, and slowly but surely some equipment start. You know, when electricity goes through your electronics and the wrong, you know, the wrong kind of electricity, you can have a lot of issues that start showing up, and by Friday – afternoon we were fried and i spent oh what, what was it ted i spent i was i was there till at the tower site till seven o'clock oh, on yeah. friday night working and got it back gene you don't play golf do you not well you don't want me as a, <laughs> in in your foursome not well <laughs> that's, that's i'm with you like, pal me and you need to play together somebody asked yeah, Lee. no go ahead and tell us no no i'm sorry it's a slight delay i couldn't hear you uh, yeah, I got struck by lightning too, but my wife finally pulled my finger out of the wall outlet, and I was doing much better. <laughs> they asked uh, Lee Trevino one time, "If you're on a golf course and lightning is around you, what do you do?" And he said, "Stick a one iron in the air. Even God couldn't hit it." <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's funny. Yeah, but anyway, so Gene, we we uh, we had some some issues here trying to get the station back sounding good we we were on the air but it was one of those things where our our studio to transmitter link kind of got fried and so we had to do some some quick thinking and some stuff to get it back on but we're on now perfectly no problem we still got some tower work to do but that's coming up in the next few weeks but in any case we have been busy over the last few days and i apologize for not being able to get back with you no you're okay michael you know on your point you were given a challenge i have a saying when faced Without a challenge, make one up. So you uh, took on the challenge. You got your station back up and running, and the folks are here anxious to listen, and uh, including me. Well, and, and of course, the the one thing that I will tell you is because I have been so busy this week, I haven't had an opportunity to, pl- to pay too much attention to politics. I know we still got Ukraine going on. I know that I've heard that the government's going to send them some more stuff. I know that uh, you know our border is being overrun every day, and they're still talking about dropping Title Forty Two. All of these things that are happening all at once, which are, in my opinion, going to actually cause—I I don't think they realize what a red wave they're going to see coming up in November. But you know, I just wonder what your thoughts are for the last week since the last time we talked. Anything going on that that caught your attention, or anything you'd like to talk about? Yes, and, and thank you for having me on again. You know. You, all those topics are, are good topics, and I, I'll probably end up referring to a few of them before we're done. 
but one just clicked about 20 minutes ago. Uh, Elon Musk launches a $43 billion takeover of Twitter. His <laughs> eight or nine percent ownership he realized wasn't going to work. He cut, steps back and he says, Twitter needs to be transformed as a private company. Uh, let's make Twitter relevant again. When I saw that 20 minutes ago, I said, I've got to mention this to Michael and Man. said, this is, this is historic, Michael. This is the same guy that turns around and lets, uh, uh Zelensky and the Ukrainians use his Starlink network in outer space to communicate safely, uh, logistics and military issues. One man being able to do that that's not even in the news. Uh, He's definitely not a woke liberal, I'll tell you that much. No, no, that's, that's something I haven't yeah. seen. I haven't even heard this. I didn't even know this, Gene. You're telling me news that I didn't even know, and I'm in the business. Yeah, it just happened, Michael. You were busy fixing an antenna. <laughs> <laughs> that is so crazy. But, you know, I did I did hear one thing, and that was what the uh, – the uh, guy that runs Twitter, what he said when they when he found out. Got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> <laughs> he should have a bad feeling about it. Some of the shareholders of Twitter are having a come to Jesus section right now, saying, "Uh oh, I guess this is the consequence of going off the rails with uh, without a centrist, uh, balanced approach." You know, that is the answer. You, the, you know, society that- will correct the that is amazing that that this guy's willing to take the money that he has earned doing other things and put it in something to not because he needs the money we know he doesn't need the money gene he's 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 pretty much like you he don't need the money he just uh he's just a guy who thinks that it's the right thing to do and so he's using the power of his money to make a difference in the world and wow has he done it is this not the most absolute and per, uh, 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 provocative expression? It's a risky move, but isn't it what I have never seen such a move so predominant and displayed in the media the way this one has to promote and protect free speech? Tell me what legislator you know lately has done the same to protect free speech, not to mention our judicial system. It's it's incredible. Now, Twitter. Okay, so we have a Twitter account here at the radio station, and I monitor Twitter and I look at it. But I'm going to tell you that I very rarely ever put anything on Twitter because, Gene, it is a sewer. It is the world's worst people on there that hate everybody, including our country and themselves, and they can't say anything positive about anything. And then if you say something positive or you try to say something that that's going on in the world today that the liberals don't want you to know about, what do they do? They just cut you off. This is going to be the biggest uh, uh, debate going forward in the next decade, and it ties into what you just said. All aspects of the laws in our nation seem to regulate rights. All of the amendments to the Constitution express rights and liberty. But there is an implication that there's got to be some governing uh, throttle or uh, governor on it to prevent um, free speech, for example, from, from going too far. For example, you cannot yell 
fire in a movie theater and tell me you had the right to do so because it's free speech. Exactly. You're causing harm. The same thing will happen, and Elon Musk is the person who's just made this known. You can, These people working at Twitter do not have the authority to govern my right to speak, free speech, not to mention yours or your station's account with Twitter. It's absolutely outrageous that this entity has has gone too far. I'm so excited to see that uh, uh, what's going to happen is he's going to drive the price of the Twitter stock down to the rock-bottom barrel bottom if uh, they don't accept his offer. This is a hostile takeover in our economic world. This is when a big an entity comes in and puts you in a position where you're forced to take the deal. Sometimes it's hostile. Another case, and I call this guy the benevolent dictator. He's <laughs> he's coming in to fix a problem that has denied rights and liberties to the masses worldwide, not just in the United States. You know, it's pr- pretty amazing. Uh, you know, a hostile takeover is 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 something that can always happen when you are, uh, you know, trading a public company and you, you're working for a public company. These things, these kind of things. It's not something that I'm real familiar with. I don't understand exactly how it works, but I know that this guy's got, well, here's the thing, right? Everybody knows that he's got the money to do it, right? I mean, and that's what well, makes it, that's, that's what, sure. that's what makes it so powerful because they know that he can do it. And guess what's going to happen? Some heads will roll. And, uh, and you got all these, uh, did you see the other day where Twitter, where they needed, they needed some time off in the afternoon because they were so stressed out about him buying the 9% or 10% or whatever. And, and you know what he did? And when he did it, I knew something else was up. He said, you know what? I'm not going to serve on the board because that would restrict the amount of, of, uh, of uh, stock that I can own in the company. I knew right that second, Gene, and you may have thought the same thing. I knew he was going to do something different. No, that's true. He, what he did by doing that, and I've been involved in hostile takeovers, not as, the, not as the hostile party taking over. I was the person defending the rights of the other shareholders, and I did it more than once. It's really an elitist form of um, economic warfare that uh, you don't see every day. But, uh, but in this environment, he created a ba- baseline that told Twitter, this is where you're going to end up or go down to if you don't um, take my offer. So wh- what's going on with the shareholders now? They're thinking, well, at 9%, when he came in, the stock was worth this price. Here he is offering $43 billion, which is like a 40, 50%, uh, a 30%, 40% increase in the value today. My words, we better take that value and get the hell out of here because that's the price we won't see again. So you have to put and yourself, this, you have to put yourself, Gene, in the position of the owner of stock for Twitter. And if it were you or I and we own stock and we said, look, it's going to double in price, we better get it while it's getting good. Of course. That's, you, you believe it's, it's not based on today's value. It's the investors thinking, well, where is it going? Right. If, if, if I believe in, I don't have to be the majority stockholder of WMXI because I have a high trust and re, uh, regard for Michael Pohl. Well, and so I, I wish you were because so I could borrow some money from you today to, to get this stuff fixed. <laughs> <laughs> well, call me call me later let's see what we can do here <laughs> go ahead i'm sorry i had to say that 
I couldn't no, but, yeah, but so so I don't have to be a fifty-one percent owner and control the station because my trust in you is high. If I don't trust you, I'm backing out of my nine percent ownership in WMXI, letting you stew for a few days, then calling you up and say, "Hey, Michael, I'm buying one hundred percent of the company." Or at least fifty five percent of the company. Here's the price I'm putting on the table. Take it or leave it. <laughs> and yeah. you got you got something to think about. Uh, yeah, well, it'd be like <laughs> I'm getting to the age where I could retire, so I think I'm gonna take his offer. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So so that's how it works. That that is so interesting. You know what a great story this is. And you know Elon Musk. You know he's a guy we've been seeing for a while, Gene, but we never realized what his you know his line of thinking. And I really still believe that he's not really like a Democrat or a Republican. I think he's just like a common sense guy. And, and also I think he, he leans more to me. He leans more libertarian than, than, you know, Republican or Democrat. What, what do you think? Well, he's, he's got a mild case of Asperger's, which mean, which gives, he's very brilliant. He's, he's beyond brilliant. He's a, he's a, an exceptional prodigy. And frankly, people like that have no patience for bad behavior and personality stuff. You'll always notice that about Musk. His comments are rather starchy and to the point. Uh, he's not looking to cozy up to you and have a, a conversation in a, in a casual sense. He's a very businesslike person whose money's, wh- whose mind works in, uh, pluses and minuses. He's a very digital, brilliant guy who's, I mean, after all, he's, uh, Starlink is in outer space right now, right. handling the security defense system of the Ukrainians. Tell me how, how how many people on the street in your neighborhood can do that? Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, he's not. He may not be the guy that you would want to like go, you know, hang out and have some, you know, have some drinks with. But uh, as you said, his 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 whole focus in life is 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 pluses and minuses. That's what he thinks about every day, all day. And that's what's made him so super successful. I mean, you have to have some sort of almost like superpower to get to the level that this guy has gotten in his life. I mean, he's he's just brilliant, as you said. Yeah, but in the in the community of things we talk about every day, he's definitely not a uh, woke liberal, and that's what's scaring the tar out of these people at uh, Twitter. Oh, I can't wait. You know, we are going to just have to get the popcorn and watch this, Gene, as it. As it uh, reveals itself, as he peels that onion back. Uh, Gene Valentino, genevalentino.com. You can go there. And actually, Gene keeps all of our, uh, all of our uh, segments that we've done together. You can go back and listen to any of them. And it's pretty amazing how smart we are, Gene, because uh, I listen to some of them and I'm like, we're brilliant. <laughs> You're, you have given me an opportunity to share thoughts with you in a crystallized sense within 15 minutes once a week. I know tomorrow's Good Friday, and we're not doing our show tomorrow, so we gotta I go. will be in California. Uh, See you next week. Yeah, take care. Bye. I wonder if we could add another B to that brilliant and say beautiful as well. Huh? <laughs> Absolutely. There you go. 7.30, good morning. Been away.